Beryl and Sammy were walking home from school. Sammy, are you all ready for Hanukkah? Well, Beryl, I, I think so. Let's see. I bought my Hanukkah belt. I have perfume. I have my socks. I, oh, oh, you know what? I realize I don't have my menorah and my oil. You, you know what? Beryl, just, just one second, please. Do you have a piece of paper? I, I only have this big poster board that I'm taking home for a project. Oh, can I borrow it? Well, then how would I use it for my project? Well, what's your project? I, 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 oh, you mean, you mean the book report project? That's right. So you only need one side of your poster board, right? Yeah. Could I borrow the other side? I guess. I, I, I'll, I'll write on the other side, and then when you're done, I'll, you'll take it back after after I'm done. Is that okay? Sure, Sammy, if, if you think that's going to be helpful to you. Perfect. Okay. Do you have, by the way, do you have markers? I do. Could I borrow them right here, right now, in the middle of the street? I mean, around the sidewalk. Yeah, I, I meant in the middle, like, in the middle of the space, right? I mean, why not? I need to do really important. I need to do it right now. All right, here goes Sammy. Thanks, Beryl. You're the best friend. All right, here we go. The next few minutes, you heard the squeaking sounds of the marker on the paper. And then Sammy had a beautiful sign. The sign said, For sale, my shirt, $5. And Sammy stood at the street corner with the sign up in the air. Beryl said to Sammy, Sammy, what in the world? We are selling your shirt. I, I don't know that I want to be part of this. Well, you can go ahead if you want, and I'll catch up. I'll meet you at your house with your paper, with your poster board. I guess I'll wait. Suddenly, a car stopped. It was the rub of the city. The rub of Sammy's shul. Uh, Shalom Aleichem, Sammy. Oh, rub! Maybe you're willing to buy my shirt. Five dollars. Will you be willing to buy it? Here, I'll start unbuttoning it right away. No, no, Sammy, keep your shirt on. Keep your shirt on. But, Rav, I, I really want to sell my shirt. It's really a big mitzvah for me to sell my shirt. Do your parents know what you're doing here, Sammy? I didn't go home yet, but I'm sure once I get home, I will tell them. I mean, after all, I'm going to have to explain to my mother why I don't have a shirt on. Do me a favor. Put the sign down and tell me, why are you selling your shirt? You trying to run a tzedakah organization? Actually, Rav? Yes. Why don't you just ask people for money? Why would you sell your shirt to run a tzedakah organization? Because I'm trying to listen to the halacha to the best possible way. All right, let's start like this. Sammy, who's the poor person for whom you're collecting money? Me. Me? Me. Ani. I know you're collecting money for an ani. I, I know. Who is the ani that you're collecting money for? A ani, Rabbi. Ani. No, no. The word is ani. Now, who are you collecting money for? Rabbi, for mir. Sammy, you don't live in New York. You're not going to the mir yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael in Yerushalayim. Who are you collecting money for? What poor person? Rabbi, I am the poor person. You're not poor, Sammy. You have a beautiful house you live in. You're, you have plenty of food to eat. What makes you poor? Rav, we learned in class that 
a person who is living in his parents' house is just like an ani. Because if I find the mitzia, let's say I find the lost object, let's say I find the lottery ticket for a million dollars, you know who gets all that money? You know who gets that million dollars? My father. It's not my money. It's his money. Do you know what happens if I go to work and I make money? Do you know who gets that money? My father. He gets that money. I don't have any money on my own. As a matter of fact, you know what my father told me? I hope it's not Lashon Hara saying me. No, no, it's not Lashon Hara. He told me that when I get my gifts from my bar mitzvah, very soon, hopefully, hopefully, Hashem, Hashem will help me get to be bar mitzvah very soon. When I get to be bar mitzvah, Sammy, you're going to be bar mitzvah very soon? That's right, Mr. Hashem, I'm trying to get bar mitzvah at 12. I don't think it kind of works that way. I'm very mature, so I should be bar mitzvah early. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. But anyway, if I get bar mitzvah, you know what my parents said? My parents said that if I get bar mitzvah money, they're going to use the money to pay for my bar mitzvah. That means that it's their money too. That means I'm really poor. Okay, Sammy, fine. Let's say you are an honey. Why do you need money anyway? If you have a house to live in, if you have food to eat, if you have clothes to wear, actually, that's the point, Rob. I need clothes so I could sell them. Why are you selling your clothes? And what mitzvah is there to sell your clothes? Oh, it's because like this. My Rebbe said that if you don't have any money to buy oil for your minayra, and I don't even have a minayra, so I need money to buy oil, and I need money to buy a minayra, and I was going to sell my shirt, because my Rebbe said that you're required to sell even the shirt off your back. <sighs> Sammy. Do you think your parents aren't going to give you oil or manure to light with? But Rebbe, but Rebbe, but Rebbe said that you're supposed to own the oil. As a matter of fact, did you know that if I go to be a guest in somebody else's house and they're lighting manure, I should give them money to be mishtatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatat
how you're ready for Hanukkah. And I, I didn't really understand all that you said about perfume and stuff like that. Was going to do Hanukkah? Oh, right. I was going through my list. That's right. And so I have, I have, I have a fire hydrant. You have a fire hydrant? Yeah, I, I have, you know, the squirty fire hydrants. Um, you mean a fire extinguisher? Yeah, yeah, I have one of those. Okay, and, and let's see what else. Mmm, uh-huh. And I think the plumber's coming because he's gonna bring the sink. The plumber, the sink, on Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah, it's very important for Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I told the shamish to come to my house at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that, um, yeah, let me think anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh right, I have my tickle ready. Your tickle. Yeah, well, it's really for my mother, but 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 I don't know if my mother... I have two of them, just because you're supposed to have two of them. And two two of them? You're supposed to have two tickles? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah, and and I made sure that we, we have a few a few jars of, of bee honey. Bee honey? Yeah, there's a minute to have bees. And, and oh, and I have my, my special candle. Um, your special candle. Yeah, my earwax candle. Earwax... <laughs> Yeah, because there's a mitzvah to have, you know, make your own personal candle for Hanukkah, and uh, maybe, I'm not, I'm not, mm, I'm not sure. Um, the only thing that I have, oh, right, I hear, mm, uh, you know, maybe, maybe if, if it's possible, um, if it's possible, could, could you help me for a few minutes before you go home? Sure. Yeah, because I have to measure, I have to measure to make sure that I'm, I'm lighting my menorah in the right place, and I need some help with the measuring. I'll be glad to help you, Sammy, but but I do have to go home soon. Oh, okay, fine. Here, this is what we need to do. Um, okay, here, you hold this tape measure. Here, let me run inside and get a tape measure. Okay, here we tape measure. You hold the tape measure, and let me, um, let me, oh, I can, mm, let me get a ladder, one second. A ladder? Yeah, I just have to make sure, make sure, measure. Mm, oh, boy, the ladder only goes, um, to my second floor window. Um, one second. Uh, uh, Barrel, do me a favor, and could you, could you come over here? Come on, come in my house with me. Okay, come in my room over here, right over here, perfect. Uh huh. And now I'm gonna climb out my window. Where are you going, Sammy? Uh, just, just, just keep holding tape measure. Don't let go. Okay. And very good. I'm gonna climb out over here onto the top over here of the roof. Very good. Now, now do me a favor and make sure that the that that you hold that tape measure tight. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Now I'm gonna take this ladder that's next to my window. I'm gonna lie it on the roof. Okay. I'm now gonna climb up the ladder very carefully. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. And let's see. Uh, almost. Almost. Tell me, did it get to 40 feet yet? Sammy, the side that says how much it is is on your side. Oh, right, I see. Okay, 38 feet. Let me climb a few more steps higher, higher and higher. Excellent. All right, now, so let me leave it up here. Perfect. Now, let me, let me, uh, climb down the ladder carefully. And now I'm standing on the roof. And as, let me just make sure that the ladder is, is, uh oh, uh oh, the ladder's falling. Oh, shucks, the ladder fell down. Now, how am I gonna get down from here? Um, uh, Beryl, can you do me a favor? Can, can you climb up and help me get down? Uh, no, you're like on the top of the roof and, and I'm by your window and, and I don't know how you did that, but I, I'm nervous. Oh, come on, Beryl, don't be such a scary cat. I'm not a scary cat, Sammy, but I, I, I like my life. Alright, here, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna very carefully start to inch my way down, very gently, very slowly, and let's see if I can, oh my goodness, I'm gonna fall. No, I can't do that. That wasn't a bad, good idea. Um, actually, do me a favor, once I'm up here. Yes. Could you run downstairs? And you'll see on the first floor is my Monero. Okay. Can you grab my Monero? I thought you didn't have a Monero. Oh, but the Rob said that my father will give it to me. It's the pink and red one. Pink <laughs> and red? Yeah, it's it's very beautiful. It's made out of pink and red clay. I made it in class in fourth grade. Remember we made it with us? Remember remember we made that Monero? I wasn't in your fourth grade class, Sammy. Remember because I wasn't in your school yet. Oh, right, Beryl, I forgot. Oh, I don't make you feel good. Can you get it for me? And throw it up to me. Throw it up to you? Try very hard. Okay, I'll try. Here, here you go. Um, one, two, three. Uh, oh, 
Oh, it fell on the other side and broke. Uh, do me a favor. Could you look at my father's a big silver monitor downstairs? It's like it's like about four feet tall. Probably it's, probably I can reach it if you hand it to me. Okay. You sure your father wants you to do this? I'm sure because he wants to do the miss in the best possible way. And and this spot is still under 40 feet, which is under 20 amas, which is a place you're allowed to like Monero. Perfect. Excellent. Go get it. All right. All right, Barrett. Good job. Now now hand it through the window. Okay. I got it. Okay. I got it. Perfect. Now let me put it on top of the chimney. I'll put it right inside the chimney so that the bottom... I'll put it right inside the chimney so the bottom is sitting inside the chimney. And now it's a perfect, excellent. Oh, look at that. It looks so beautiful. It's like, it's like my, 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 my house is like the, the growing of Minera. Oh, it's so beautiful. Excellent. Now let me get down. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't get down. Um, barrel? Yes, Sammy. Could you go and try to pick up the ladder and see if you can get it to me? Um, I could try. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, there's Chaim. Chaim, could you help Barrel? Huh? Chaim was walking home from school and he looked around. And he couldn't see. Where, where's Sammy? Chaim, can you get, can you help Beryl? What? Then he saw Beryl sitting outside on the ledge of the second floor window. Beryl, are you Miss Sugar? The second floor, it's dangerous. Get back in the house. Chaim, can you help us? We're trying to get Sammy down. Sammy down from where? Oh my goodness. Chaim said, Sammy, how in the world did you get up there? It's not important. The problem is I can't get down. I, I don't know. Oy vey, oy vey. Just then, Chaim's and Sammy's mother happened to come home from shopping. And she saw Chaim with his head all the way up to the roof. And so, of course, she also looked all the way up to the roof and she saw, Is that a menorah on our chimney? Is our house... Is that Sammy? Oy vey, Sammy, are you safe? Actually, Ma, right now I am very safe. However, if I don't get help, I might not be safe for too much longer. <laughs> you might find me in little pieces. Help me, Mommy! Sammy almost started to cry. She ran inside. She dialed the phone. 911. Hello? 911? How may I direct your call? Um, my son is stuck on the roof. Your cat is on the roof. <laughs> not my cat. My son. Oh, you want a fire department, I guess. Uh, one second, please. Hello, fire department. Um, my son is stuck on the roof. Your cat is stuck on the roof. All right, no problem. I've always dealing with cats stuck on the roof. No problem. No, no, not my cat. My son. The sun is over the roof. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, lady. Look, uh, I don't know why you're calling the fire department. The sun is usually over the roof. Is this a fire? Th- there's no fire. Oh, oh, yeah, that makes sense because the sun's not going to make your house on fire. Don't worry about it, lady. You're perfectly safe. Listen, if you have any trouble, call me back. Click. No! Hello? 9-1? Yes, can I have a door call? Uh, please call me. My, my, my child, um, Sammy, is stuck on the roof. Uh-huh, I see. And that's your cat or your dog? No, it's not my cat. It's not my dog. It's my child. You put your child on the roof? This is a call for the police department. No, 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 no. I didn't put my child on the roof. My child climbed onto the roof. Your child climbed onto the roof? Were you supervising them at the time? Um, obviously not. Oh, we better call the police. No, no, no. That's not what happened. The point is, my child climbed on the roof put, to put the menorah on the roof. To put the who on the where? In the chimney. Your child is climbing down the chimney? You mean you can't afford a chimney sweep? You're having your child sweep the chimney for you? You know, that's not legal. You can't have children sweep the chimney. I think there's a book about that. Uh, about a kid who was sweeping the chimney and uh, maybe a famous writer, uh, uh, Charles Dickinson or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, could you put me through to the fire department? Sure. Hello, fire department? Yes. Um, I, I'd like to report an emergency. Oh, yes, what's the emergency? I, I need somebody, something, uh, my roof. It's an emergency. I thought my roof. No problem, lady. Don't get hysterical. We've been, we're used to rescuing cats from on the roof. Uh, okay, please come emergency. 
Now, of course, Sammy's mother didn't really want to lie, and she wasn't really trying to lie, but she was trying to get the fire department here, and a few minutes later, the sirens were blaring, and 17 fire trucks, because they were bored, 17 fire trucks came zooming onto Sammy's block, screeching to a halt, and Mrs. Sammy, Sammy's mother, she said to the chief fireman, Mr. Fireman, look up on top of the roof. Oh, yeah, I see. There's a kid waving at me. Hi, kid. How are you doing? No, no, but that's not the point. The point is the kid's stuck in the roof. I want to die. What's that? Um, okay, man. No problem. No problem. Hey, Billy. Billy was a very, very strong fireman. He was seven feet tall. He weighed 385 pounds. And he was very fast on the ladder. And he took his hook and ladder truck. And he turned the ladder towards the house. And he said... And he climbed up the ladder... 15 steps at a time and he grabbed Sammy and Sammy said oh thank you for rescuing me but don't go anywhere because we need you later to light the Monero I'm sorry don't be sorry just don't go anywhere uh, you aren't going back up here kid it's very dangerous up here on the roof alright fine but do me a favor can we, can we somehow figure out the Monero system uh, uh, is that a fire uh, no it's not a fire it's a candelabra it's going gonna, it's gonna to have fire in it well and that's why it's in the chimney because that's where you're supposed to have fire in the chimney right I'm sorry son that's a bad place for fire take the thing down with you Okay, fine. And Sammy got down. Fireman shook Sammy's hands. Nice to meet you, boy. Never climbed the roof again, right? It's dangerous. All right. And Sammy's other said, Sammy, you are such in such trouble. I can't believe you actually climbed the roof. And I was doing the right thing, Ma. I was trying to help Hashem. I mean, I was trying to do a mitzvah. And when a person does a mitzvah, nothing bad can happen to them. And I just I got stuck on the roof. It's not such a big deal, is it? Oh, Sammy. Oh, Sammy. Ah. <sighs> Just then, Barrel came out of the house. Uh, um, see you later, Sammy. Oh, Barrel! Barrel, don't forget to come back to light the Monero with us. Uh, I have to light it home, Sammy. Yeah, but I want to show you how... I want to show you how prepared I am for Hanukkah. Oh, right. I- I'll be back. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll be back. It sounds like your house is going to be really interesting for Hanukkah. And so, the time went on. Sammy went in the house. Barrel went in the house. Chaim went in the house. Everyone went where they're supposed to go. And everyone waited for the time for Adlakas Neros. It came time for Adlakas Neros. Sammy's father went into the dining room where they set up their Meneros. And he set them up very beautifully. In his house, the dining room was the place that faced the outside the best. And he set up his Menera. Chaim set up his Menera. Sammy's Menera looks like it was already set up before. Of course, Ellie had a Menera too. And Sammy's broken Monero was re-glued together and set up also. All right. Everyone, please come to the dining room for, for Hadlaka. Everyone, please come for Hadlaka. It's time for Hadlaka. Sammy's father called out. And Sammy's mother, Sammy's brothers came to the room. And Sammy's father put on his hat and jacket and tie. He took in his hand his shamish candle. He lit it and he stood waiting. He was waiting for Sammy. Sammy, are you coming? Yes, Sammy called from the bedroom. I'm just getting ready. They waited five minutes. They waited long enough that Tati blew out the candle. And then Tati got impatient and he relit the candle. Are you coming? I'm almost there. What could be taking him so long? Chaim asked Tati. I don't know. And then Sammy walked in the room. Sammy came into the room and Chaim burst out laughing so hard 
that he was rolling on the floor. <laughs> Even Sammy's mother, who normally took Sammy very seriously, could not hold back from a burst of laughter. Sammy's father dropped the candle. Baruch Hashem went out on the way down because he was coughing and choking as he tried to hold back his laughter. Sammy had entered the room. Sammy had entered the room wearing a very interesting costume and smelling, well, interesting. He was wearing short pants held in place by a very unusually shaped belt. He was wearing knee socks that were multicolored, decorated with dreidels and flames from his shoes all the way up to his knees. He was holding in his hand a big fire extinguisher. And Sammy said, What? Why is everyone laughing? Sammy said to his Tati, Tati, where are your knee socks? And where is your belt? My belt? My knee socks? We learned in class, Tati, that everyone is supposed to on Hanukkah have a Hanukkah belt. And so I went and I bought a special belt that has minairas and it has dreidels and it has latkes and it's made with a thing that you attach it and that's my Hanukkah belt. Sammy, maybe your Rebbe meant Hanukkah gelt? No, he said Hanukkah belt. And, and where is it? And the Mitzvah is for perfume knee socks. <laughs> perfume knee socks? Yeah, you're supposed to wear knee socks with perfume on them. And that's why I have beautiful knee socks with perfume on them. Sammy, Chaim said, amidst his laughter. <laughs> Meanwhile, Beryl walked in the room and Beryl said, What? Remember, Beryl, isn't it true? Didn't Rebbe say we're supposed to wear special socks that are full of perfume for perfuming these socks when you light them in era? Because that's the whole reason of lighting them in perfuming these socks. Oh, oh my goodness, Sammy, you misunderstood. Rebbe said, pursue Nisa. I think, Beryl, that you weren't paying good attention. If I remember, Beryl, you told me you weren't here in fourth grade, right? Yeah, that's true. Well, probably because you were in fourth grade, you didn't learn how to pay attention. In fourth grade, we learned how to pay attention really, really well. And I'm telling you, Rebbe said, perfuming knee socks. And, and, and not perfuming knee socks. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, something about knee socks. Just then, Ellie noticed Sammy's feet. The bottom of his feet. 
Sammy, Ellie asked, what are on the bottom of your feet? What's that on the bottom of your feet? It looks like Ima's, Ima's tickles. That's right. That's right. That's what's on the bottom of my feet. Very good, Ellie. I'm glad you noticed. I don't know why Tati's not wearing them, but I'm wearing them. I'm doing the mitzvah. Um, Sammy, what mitzvah? Tati asked. We learned in class. Beryl, Beryl, remember Rebbe talked about this? Talked about what, Sammy? Tickles. Tickles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tickles. Rebbe said, You have to light the menorah until the tickles are all on the feet. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, I did it backwards. You're supposed to light the menorah until the tickles are on your feet. Oh, I put them on the feet earlier. You're right. Ellie, you're right 100%. I I better take them off my feet. Here, one second. Let me take them off. And Sammy sat on the couch and took the tickles off his feet. Tickles? I I don't think that's what it means, Sammy. Tati started to say. Actually, you know, come to think of it, you're right, Tati. You're right. You're right. I made a mistake. I'll fix it later. I realize I made a mistake. Oh, Baruch Hashem. Just then, another just then, the doorbell rang. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, who's here now? We're trying to light them in there when you haven't even got started yet. I'll go answer it. It's probably for me. Who in the world, Sammy, are you expecting now? It's probably for me. I'm coming, I'm coming. One second, I'm coming, I'm coming. And Sammy... I'm coming. Uh, uh, shalom Aleichem, Reb Gedalia. Oh, aleichem Shalom, Aleichem Shalom. I'm so glad you made it, Reb Gedalia. Tati, Reb Gedalia's here. Reb Gedalia? You, you mean the Shamash or the Shul? Yeah, yeah, just a few minutes late. I know you're so busy. You know, Rabbi say, everyone move out of the way because he's very busy. You know, like Elio and Navi on Pesach, he goes from every house and he stops by each house and he, he rings the doorbell. Sammy, he does not ring the doorbell. I, I know, Chaim, I made a mistake. I, I meant he knocks on the door. He doesn't knock on the door, Sammy. Then how do we know to open the door? I'm telling you, he knocks on the door. Sammy, we, we open the door and he's there. Oh, because he said, Navi. Oh, I get it, because he knows when we're going to open the door. So he comes just on time. Oh, I get it. Okay, fine. But anyway, so so just like Leo Navi has to run through all the different houses, and that's why he runs and drinks a little bit of the wine and throws the candy at the table. Sammy, we've already told you, Tati's the one who throws the candy. Ach, Chaim, I know you're trying to trick me. Ah, I know, but Elionov is a big tzaddik, and he's a big Baal Chesed, and I'm sure he's the one who brought the candy, because he loves Klal Yisrael. All right, whatever. And, well, anyway, so Reb Gedalia has a big job ahead of him. Every, every single house in town, he has to run to every house and light the menorah. He does? Yeah, yeah, because better be said, the shamish lights the menorah, and you, you have to have the shamish to light the menorah in your house, that you have to do. So, so he's the shamish, and he's lighting the menorah. Ay vey, Sammy, Sammy, your Rebbe didn't mean... So please step aside. Let Rebbe Gedalia, please, please, let Rebbe Gedalia go come. Uh, Rebbe Gedalia, here's a match, here's a candle. Uh, uh, thank you very much, uh, but uh, uh, I, I, I already lit the menaira. Right, I know you lit the other menaira's now, so you're trying to light our menaira's. I, I, I think that maybe uh, you're mistaken, you got a little confused as to what my job is. I didn't get confused. I know your job is to light the menorah. Here, so let me take the match and let me strike the match and and I'm going to give you a candle and I'm going to have you light my menorah for me. Uh, Sammy? Yes, Tati. 
I think you misunderstood. Tati, I couldn't have misunderstood so much. Tati keeps saying, I misunderstood. I paid such good attention in class. I was sitting, Beryl, wasn't I sitting at the edge of my seat? You were. That's why you fell off your seat three times. Yeah, yeah, but because I kept itching over for it, the edge and the edge and the edge, and, and, and I was so concentrating on Rebbe's words, and I even took notes on Rebbe's words. I have them somewhere in my pocket right over here. Oh, that's a noise sukkah. That's from a different, that's from a different story. Um, um, let me see. Oh, here are my notes right here. See? Hey, Sammy. I, I think, I mamish think that you made a mistake. I think that you misunderstood your Rebbe. Your Rebbe meant you take a special candle and you light it for the purpose of the Meneira. You light it so that you benefit from the light of the Shamish and that's what you're supposed to do. Not to get that the Shamish and the Shul light it. Okay, Tati. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm willing to listen because, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to serve Hashem and if that's what the Rahalach is, I'm willing to listen. Rebbe Gedalia, I'm so sorry you came and would you like some Sufganiyot before you leave? Uh, oh, no thanks. I, uh, I, I'm fine. Thank you, Baruch Hashem. Good, because I ate them all <laughs> the way he came. Sammy, you did what? I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I left a few for everyone else in the family. I had three or four. Three or four Sufganiyot? Those are massive Sufganiyot. I was hungry. But you had chocolate chip cookies right after school. I was still hungry. <sighs> okay. Anyway, alright, but listen, we, we have to let the Menorah. It's so, so late. It's getting so, so late. We haven't even, we haven't even lit the Menorah yet. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Mm. Mm. Ready? Ready? Baruch Atah Hashem and Tati Lizmanero. L'hadligner shel Chanukah. Baruch Atah Hashem. Shasa Nisim Lavoseinu. Bayomim Oim. Vazman Azeh. Baruch Atah Hashem. And he made a Shechiyano. And he lit his candle for the Menorah. Ah, all right, Chaim, it's your turn. Chaim went ahead. He also lit the candle for the Menorah. And then it was Sammy's turn. Um, I, I, I'm not ready to light yet. You're not ready to light yet? I, I'm looking for Hadlaka. For who? Hadlaka. I can't light the Menorah without Hadlaka. Hadlaka? Yeah, yeah. My Rebbe said, Hadlaka is a mitzvah. That when it comes to Munera, then you have to sing, you have to sing the song to Hadlaka. You have to sing, Hadlaka, Isa Mitzvah, 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 Hadlaka, did a Mitzvah. And I'm waiting for Hadlaka to come, because you have to sing the song before you're allowed to like the Munera. Chaim lost patience. He said, Sammy, Sammy, Hadlaka means to light the Munera. That when you light the Munera, you're doing a Mitzvah. I know I'm doing a Mitzvah. That's why you make a bracha. Asher Kedeshanu B'Mitzvah But Hadlaka is also a person who you're supposed to wait. Kind of, kind of like Shana. Shana? Right. Shana by Shabbos Tanik. Having Shana at your house on Shabbos is a pleasurable thing. And so just like Shana comes to our house on Shabbos, Hadlaka comes to our house on Hanukkah. Sammy, you got it backwards. Just like Shana means to sleep on Shabbos, Hadlaka, Hadlaka does not mean to sleep. You're right, Sammy. See, I'm right. Chaim, you see, I know what I'm talking about. Just then, the doorbell rang. Ding dong. Oh, Faye, who is it now? Sammy, you haven't gotten to the light yet. This is taking so long. We've already spent almost a half hour trying to light the Monero. Well, as long as it's not Tikla Ragaman Ashuk yet. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Um, okay, let me see. Oh, let me answer the door. Ah, Shalom Aleichem. Um, who are you? Oh, uh, my name's Steve. Is the man of the household here? Um, the man of the household? Um, I'm a man. Uh, actually, I'm not bar mitzvah. One second. Uh, Chaim. I, I think he means Tati. Oh, Tati. And Sammy's father went to the door and said, 
Shalom Aleichem. I don't know what that means, but listen, I have here your order. My my, my order? Yeah, your your sink. My, my, my sink? Yeah, your sink in the shape of Iran. My sink in the shape of Iran? What are you, what are you talking about? Listen, I got a call the other day. I'm a plumber and a sink designer, and I got a call from the other day, and um, I'm uh, supposed to deliver today, 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 uh, this uh, big here sink here. It's shaped like Iran. Um, I, I didn't place an order for a sink in the shape of Iran. Oh, Tati, I did it for you. You what, Sammy? I, 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 I did the order for you. What? Yeah, well, because my Rebbe said that that on Hanukkah, after the Chashmonaim recaptured the Beis Hamikdash, and they went in, and there was there was a a big menira, a sink, um, um, shaped like Iran. What? Beryl was laughing on the floor. Chaim was laughing with him. Why are you laughing, Beryl? Oh, Sammy, I think you misunderstood what Rebbe said. He said in between giggles. Rebbe said that. After they reconquered the Beis Hamikdash, they made a menorah out of zinc. It's a type of metal out of zinc, <laughs> and and then they covered it with uh, with iron. Afterwards, they covered it with iron. <laughs> That's what that Marvi said. Uh-uh, he did. He didn't say that they that they made a sink and it was the shape of Iran. No. Oh, I thought that was the third mitzvah of Hanukkah. That you're supposed to you're supposed to light menorah. You're supposed to eat oil. And you're supposed to have sinks shaped like Iran in your house. Though, uh, Sammy. Hey, listen, Steve said. Uh, I don't know what's going on over here, but look, here's your sink. Uh, if you want, I could install it for an additional fee, but otherwise, just take it inside and put it down and, and uh, enjoy. Um, sir, but I really have no use for such a sink. Uh, I don't have any place for it in my house. Well, I don't have any use for it either. I made it special for you. And um, the bill's in the mail. The, the bill's in the mail? Yeah, the, the bill that you paid already. The, the bill that I paid? Oh, uh, and and how much w- w- was this bill that I paid? Uh, was actually I gave you a good deal, nineteen hundred twenty-seven dollars and seventy-six cents plus tax. Well, what? Yeah, plus tax. Yeah, yeah. You have to add tax to it because it's a taxable item. Uh, my, my, I, I, where, uh, don't don't bother to worry about it. I'll leave it right here. You don't need to bring it inside. Later you can bring it inside. But I gotta go. I got other deliveries. Sammy, Tati said as he turned around. What? Huh? I really thought that's what Remy said. I, I really was trying to help. And we'll talk about this later, Sammy. Let's go back. And finally, you'll light the Menorah. And so Sammy came into the house. And he began to make the brachas. And he made the brachas. And his mother noticed that the shamish that he was using was a funny color. It wasn't red. It wasn't blue. It was It was weird. And so after Sammy finished making the bracha of Shechianu and lighting his candle and putting it in the holder, his mother said, Sammy, where did you get that candle? I made it, Sammy said with a big smile on his face. You made it out of what? How did you make it? Well, I took my earwax collection and the Shabbos candles from the closet, all the Shabbos candles, and I brought them into the attic I used the special stove that we have for Pesach, and I heated all the wax up, and I made this one candle. From a box of candles and your earwax, you made one candle. Where are the rest of the wax? <laughs> it's all over the floor in the attic. <laughs> Melted. I'm sorry it spilled. 
My fay, what in the world? Oh, yeah. After Sammy finished lighting, Ellie lit the menorah, and the family sat down, and they sang Haneros Halalu, and they sang Mo's Tzor. It was so beautiful, so melodious. Everyone sat there, and then Sammy leaned over as they finished Mo's Tzor, and he snatched off Chaim's socks, and he started to tickle his feet. Between giggles, Chaim said, well, what are you doing? And Sammy reached to Ellie's socks. Well, his shoes were in the way. He pulled off his shoes and his socks and started tickling his feet. And Sammy made his way towards Beryl. And Tati stopped him. What, what are you doing, Sammy? As Tati held him back. Well, tell me, what are you doing? I chapped. I remembered. Tati was right. I, I, I mixed up the word tickle and tickle. I, 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 you're supposed to like the menorah. Until you tickle the feet from the street. And everyone came in the house and you're supposed to tickle everyone's feet after a half hour. And then, and then, and then what? Sammy stood up. He grabbed his fire extinguisher and he opened it up, sprayed on and put out all the flames. It's a half hour. And my Rebbe said that Kavsa that if it goes out, you don't have to relight it because it only needs to be lit for a half hour. And so I made sure it was lit for a half hour and then I put it out. Sammy, this room is a mess. And look at your perfume knee socks. They're all covered with the white powder from the fire extinguisher. Oy vey! That's a big Avera. Because the whole Hanukkah, you're supposed to have perfuming knee socks all, all wherever you go. So you're able to do perfuming knee socks in the street, outside, in school. Beryl said to Sammy, In school? Are you planning to come to school in short pants to show everyone your knee socks? But that's the mitzvah. I'm sure Rebbe's going to be wearing his knee socks. Oh, Sammy, I think you might be in for a little bit of a surprise. Sammy's mother spent five hours cleaning up the dining room from the fire extinguisher spray. It was okay. During those five hours, the boys sat around the table and they ate the remaining sufganiyot. Sammy, he gnashed on some latkes. Hey, Ima, Chaim asked as Ima was cleaning up, how come you made so few latkes? So few latkes? I made like a hundred latkes. Well, there are only like 20 left on the plate. Well, maybe you ate a lot of them, Chaim. And then Chaim noticed Sammy's bulging pockets. His shirt pockets, his pants pockets were bulging with latkes. What are you doing, Sammy? I'm investing in the future. Chazal tell us that olive oil is good for remembering Terah. And I want to remember Terah. And the menorah being lit is good for remembering Tyra. So I'm going to sit in a little while in front of my menorah eating latkes. And I'll hopefully remember lots of Tyra. You're not going to be able to sit in front of your menorah eating latkes if your menorah is not lit. Oh, does the menorah have to be lit? <sighs> and then, as Beryl was about to leave, Tati came over and thanked Beryl for coming and helping provide understanding for what Rebbe really was trying to say in so many different instances. And Baruch Hashem, 
Pharaoh was glad to have been of assistance. As a matter of fact, as he walked out the door, Beryl asked Sammy's father, You know, lighting Minera in your house is so much more exciting than in my house. Can I come back again tomorrow? And Tati said, Sure. Come back tomorrow. And that's exactly what Beryl did. <laughs>